Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So about Michael Jordan, how you going to hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Today we've got a good one. Christopher Muhammad and I came up with 10 killer trade ideas each that we think teams should make in the stretch right before the NBA NBA draft. We got some big ones, huge trades, really interesting scenarios. I, if you guys love basketball as much as we do, you guys will definitely enjoy the theories that we're going to talk about because we're going to help some teams in the NBA, Chris. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. All right. Do you, do you want to go? You go first. You go first. Oh, ladies first. Okay. <laughs> first. Such a gentleman. Um, so first things first, we're going to go with the Dallas Mavericks want to say Goodbye to Chris Stapps Porzingis, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Chris Stapps Porzingis' value is low, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, it is, definitely. So I, it's going to take a team that's not ready to win right now. So the idea of him getting traded for CJ McCollum, in my opinion, is a no-go uh, for for Portland. Yeah, I wouldn't risk, risk my future saying, okay, my two is going to be KP. Um, but a team who's losing a player in free agency is DeMar DeRozan. But there is a way you could do a sign-in trade. You can basically sign him on a contract and then trade him to Dallas. So I would trade Chris Stapps to De- for DeMar DeRozan, and they switch teams. Chris Stapps Porzingis is a younger guy. I'm sure Greg Popovich will love having a guy that can post up and shoot from three. And see him as being able to mold him. I honestly feel like if I'm Greg Popovich's GM, I'm like, how many young guys can I get with extremely high upsides with Greg Popovich? Because he's an amazing developer of talent in mm-hmm. using maximizing his talent within his offense and the way he puts puts play people. You know, I love Rick Carlisle, but Rick Carlisle was more like, I'm gonna run my system around Luca. KP just didn't really fit that system. And Greg Popovich will be able to use this guy correctly. And he fits the age demographic of a team that's not as good. And dear God, DeMar DeRozan, I mean, contracts-wise, KP's got a huge contract. So this will be nice. I mean, DeMar DeRozan is a much better player than KP. Mm -hmm. I mean, you get a a consistent bucket. And now you can say, okay, we're going to still have cap space for Kawhi and you could say Kawhi you can come here we'll have DeMar DeRozan as a three like that's that's a special that's a special pitch right there 
So in my opinion, this is what I would do. I feel like it helps both teams out. This is my first one. Ah oh, man, okay. Let me break this. Let me let me let me let me, let me think about this for a second. So you're sending Kristaps to the Spurs. Yes. For DeRozan to the Mavs. So you're yes. partnering DeRozan and Luca together. So yes. that's your that's your that's your that's your combo. Okay. Let me see. Mm-hmm. If we think about it, how we think about you know like redundancy, there isn't any because Demar Derozan can't really shoot from distance. He's he's, yeah. he's a great mid range shooter. He's like free throw line extended. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess that would work. But then Kristaps, I mean, like I understand the Spurs are pretty much they're like they're at the wits end right now. They're like, okay, we're going to keep losing, but we have to build our talent now. I think Kristaps mm-hmm. is like. He had a lot of, um, how do I say, like a lot of shock and awe factor when he first entered the NBA. And, and remember Stephen A. Smith, he was like, oh, Christoph Przingis, and he was crying. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and now, and then, like, he came and showed up and stuff like that. And then he ended up leaving New York. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought that the pairing with him and Luca would have worked, um, mm-hmm. but it sadly didn't. No. So I guess that would work. I mean, because Spurs don't have anybody really, and then you have to really think about it though. Like, if they have unrestricted and restricted free agents this year, so I mean, they could also get some get rid of some of these contracts and go for something bigger, as well yeah. as Kristaps Porzingis. Um, yeah, so I could see it happening. I could see that happening possibly. Okay, okay. Christopher Muhammad approved. All right, let's yeah. let's see what you got. Who's your who's your first one? Since that was kind of blockbuster, I feel like I have to follow that one with like kind of a blockbuster trade. Dude, you you've seen my list. It yeah. gets I got some I got some crazy ones on here. So I want to save Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, okay. Let me let me hear it. Okay. So I got this this trade is so multi-layered that it's gonna come down for several <laughs> for like several minutes in the podcast. So I'm gonna start with the first thing. Hmm. So what we're going to do is we're going to take the Clippers and we're going to take the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes. And we're going to send Beverly, Zubak, Mm. and Luke Kennard to the Minnesota Timberwolves for Carl Anthony Towns. Mm -hmm. Carl Anthony Towns needs to be saved. I feel like every team right now in the NBA is looking to get into this arms race and get as many superstars as they can to destroy the monster in Brooklyn. Yes. I completely agree. You have to fight the monster in Brooklyn. And the only way you're going to do that is by getting superstars. So it's going to be a lot of teams who's going to be like, damn, like y'all got like four players over there. It was like, well, you see what's in Brooklyn? Like we got to do something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like the Clippers will be, I mean, you get rid of Zubak. He's not really that great on the floor. You pick up an all-star center who can stretch the floor and he can bang down Mm -hmm. low. I mean, like, yeah. and then you can worry about later how you're gonna separate Kawhi Leonard and Paul George because, mm-hmm. like, it's gonna be redundant. I mean, you're gonna put them on separate sides of the floor; it's still gonna score from the same spots. So mm-hmm. you you can move those two, and then you pair Kawhi with the All Star level center mm-hmm. and yeah. see how that works. That's yeah, true. And then you can go get a scrappy a scrappy point guard because you don't need Beverly. I mean, they would still have Reggie Jackson on the team. Uh, 
I actually was thinking of a different trade. And here is something that was a hypothetical for me. And I'm going to go ahead and throw mm-hmm. this one out too. So I mm-hmm. was thinking that if you could upgrade somehow from Carl Anthony, I mean, from, I mean, upgrade somehow and send D'Lo somehow to maybe the Clippers and then like have Reggie Jackson come off the bench, that could be your new six man. Mm-hmm. That's true. You could have, damn, hold on. You could have D'Lo, Paul George, Kawhi, well, Paul George temporarily, Kawhi, Cat. And Reggie Jackson off the bench. That's a dream scenario for that's the Clippers. A, that's a dream scenario for the Clippers. I'm not saying that, that will happen, mm-hmm. but I think that maybe the cat trade could possibly happen. I mean, I okay. feel like if the way Minnesota is looking right now is either they go try to pair him or they're going to try to leave him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're completely sold on him. I think he still has like four years left on his contract, maybe possibly. So he might have just signed the Supermax. But if mm-hmm. he wants, he might ask for a trade. I mean, like nobody wants to keep losing. I mean, is it money or That's is true. it championships? What do you want? Mm-hmm. We have to figure out what he wants. I feel like Cat to the Clippers might be a good trade. Yeah, I feel like that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's enough. Maybe you throw in Terrence Mann and a few ones. Maybe that. Maybe that. But it'd be really interesting. Yeah, I'd love to see Cat Cat get saved too. This is a good transition though because I have a trade with the same team. Okay. I have D'Angelo Russell mm-hmm. getting traded for Pascal Siakam. Straight. Hmm. Okay. So my reasoning for this is, in my opinion, D'Lo's the better player. You're going to lose Kyle Lowry in free agency anyway. So you get to have your point guard of your future for your of your future for the Toronto Raptors, which, you know, great. You don't have to overdraft Jalen Suggs in the draft, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so you can probably draft Evan Mobley, and that'd be a heck of a pick and roll. Um, so, yeah, you, you draft that, and I feel like that really works for the Raptors because I don't think they're really in the mode of being able to win a championship right now. But the reason why you do this in the Minnesota Timberwolves is pers- like because uh, they have a gaping hole at the wing position. Um, and with Pascal Siakam with cat and Anthony Edwards is going to have more space to attack the rim because cat doesn't always play back to the basket. Like he stretches up the floor pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the pairing of that makes it say, okay, now we can have a little bit more of a defensive identity because Pascal Siakam is a great defender. And so that means we can slow down the pace. If I'm the Timberwolves, I would play at a slower pace because Anthony Edwards is a great half-court scorer. Usually centers, usually you want to play at a half-court space, and you need the defenders to play at a slower half-court pace. So that's how High would do it. And I think, honestly, Anthony Edwards needs the ball to mm-hmm. develop. I don't want to stunt his development by having D'Lo, who's probably better than him at this moment. And so, and you, they love Monte Morris over there. So he can just be the other guard with Anthony Edwards. I, I feel like this really works for them. It solves a lot of their problems, and the Raptors get a better player, in my opinion. Mm, okay. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Because, I mean, but when I was looking on the trade thing, um, mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry, I think he's, he's not restricted or unrestricted yet. 
I think he still has a couple years left in his contract, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think he's a free agent this year. I have it up. Let me see. I'll look it up. I'm going to look it up real quick. I'm going to do it on the trade machine so I can see. So, yeah, he has a year left. And he's making $30.5 million. He has a year left in his contract. Pascal Siakam has four years left. So I don't think there. I don't think he's he's he can go just yet, unless they trade him, which he was in. I trade think talks. you're wrong. He's in a free agency, twenty twenty one. Really? Oh, so maybe. Yeah, he, okay. He's yeah. an un- unrestricted free agent this year. Wow. Well, maybe this machine ain't right then. Because <laughs> <laughs> I looked at it like I, I could share this screen to show you, but it says like it says still one more year left in his contract. That's or crazy. maybe it's one year, thirty million, thirty point five million. I don't know because I know Pascal Siakam is getting four years for twenty something million, thirty one million. Yeah, something. He, he's in. If you look up uh, free agency, who are the best point guards available for twenty twenty one? His mm. name comes up se- uh, second. Oh. So, yeah. Lowry. I mean, he's getting kind of old. But I mean, he still can. He still can ball a little bit. He's scrappy. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good point guard. He'd be great on the Clippers. Mm, didn't think about that trade. I didn't think about that. That might be a good f- little, little, little dropping little dice here for our free agency actual yeah. podcast. <laughs> All right, you ready to roll into your second guy? Or yeah, you, yeah, okay. Let's hear. So, All right, so yeah, remember earlier when my first when my first trade, I was saying this is a multi-layered trade. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to move some more pieces so that we can get the pieces Ooh. that we need. <clears throat> So, in order to sign Cat, they have to have, Clippers have to have money free, for one. So, what they're going to do is, they're going to fix our Ben Simmons problem for us. Oh, wow. Along with the Boston Celtics. Mm -hmm. So, here's it is. So, we're going to do, we're going to do Boston 76ers, the Clippers, and the Minnesota, they're all going to enter a four trade, a four-team trade deal. Okay. okay. So you're going to have Cat from Minnesota is going to go to the Clippers, and we're going to get Beverly, Zubak, and Kennard. Mm-hmm. Then the 70 the Clippers are going to send Rajon Rondo to the 76ers. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking in your head, like, but they already have Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is gone. <laughs> we're getting mm-hmm. him out of there because we need a point guard like Rajon Rondo who can get the ball to the man who deserves the ball, who can facilitate and control the floor. He can score a little bit. You know what I mean? He's not going to be out here just zero points a game. He's not a liability on offense mm. completely. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Okay, and then Boston is going to – we're going to trade with Boston. We're going to do Jalen Brown. <laughs> You know where I'm going with this. And Tristan Thompson mm. for Ben Simmons. Nice. And we're, and we're also going to throw in Maltese Stabel. Oh, wow. Yeah. They got Maltese. That's pretty nice. So now Boston has Rajon Rondo. I thought the 76ers got. I mean, the 76ers has Rondo. Yeah. There's Rondo, Jalen Brown, and Tristan Thompson. So now they get better. Mm hmm. The Clippers get cat. They get better. Yeah. Boston is. 
but they're right. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. One of my trades, and this will be another one, I guess, is was Jalen Brown for Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that would definitely um, be very beneficial. I feel like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum leads to some redundancy. I think we've seen that that pairing doesn't really make sense. Um, they have a similar problem to Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Um, and so it's hard to build around them. And Ben Simmons does completely different things than Jason Tatum on the floor. So I think it works perfectly. I think it'd be a great, like, you want to build a three-man rotation, like a, a stars. I think it'd be a great three. And, like, if you say, for example, a two would be Kyrie Irving or something like I'm just speaking metaphorically. Mm-hmm. I'm saying if a three-man group, Ben Simmons is a great three. So, you know, you bought... Boston's a great free agency attraction because of the winning culture and the winning history. So I could definitely see that working. And I, I, I love Jalen Brown with Joel Embiid because he gets that outside uh, scoring punch that they need so desperately. Yeah. Um, which uh, Ben Simmons, you negate that. And a new place might be nice for Ben Simmons, honestly. So, yeah, I completely agree. So, that was one of mine, so you can go next. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to figure out how I could get Ben Simmons on the <laughs> on the Golden State Warriors, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> it was like, a, yeah. okay, um, let's see, what do we have? Okay, so I don't know if I'm right, but from the trade machine, Drogic was unre- was a unrestricted or a restricted free agent. Mm. Or he might even have a player option. So what I'm doing is I'm doing a trade with Miami and Oklahoma City. Kemba? No. We want Shea. Wait. How? You trading? Are you trading Hero? <laughs> so what we're trying to do is we're trying mm. to get Shea. Change Gilgis Alexander. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna get into another multi-layer trade deal. <laughs> <laughs> I expect nothing less from Chris. But I'm only gonna give you a little taste. So we're gonna do Miami and Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the first team. So Miami is gonna get Shea, correct? Mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Actually, hold on. I have to tell you from the start. Okay, so actually, we're going to enter a trade with Cavs and the Heat and the Wizards in Oklahoma. So the Cavs and so we're going to send. We got to get rid of Kevin Love's contract because once Kevin Love's contract is gone, it opens up so many new doors for the Cavs to get better. It actually like mm-hmm. leads into my following trades as well. Once we leave these, once we relieve these monies, so you enter a trade with the Heat, and you send Oladipo to the Wizards. Mm-hmm. You send Kevin Love to the Wizards, mm-hmm. and you move Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson to the Cavs. Mm-hmm. Then. Miami gets Shea from Oklahoma. And Oklahoma can get Sexton. 
I feel like Oklahoma would get Sexton and Robinson. Because like Shea, I feel like Shea's more I mean, like trade I, value is higher than Colin Sexton. Possibly, but Collins, what I was looking at when I was doing this, I was going off of money-wise. So like, mm-hmm. how, how would it work that way? So like, Colin Sexton is actually getting paid more. He's being underpaid right now. Oh, wow. Colin Sexton is getting $5 million. Shea is getting 4.1. So what I was thinking was just a cheap, I mean, a cheap guard that's better than Oladipo. So you you send Oladipo away and you get better for cheap. Mm-hmm. So you pick up Shea's contract for four point one million to send away Oladipo's contract, which is like eleven million, thirteen million. Mm-hmm. I think it's like eleven or eleven or twenty four million. One of those. You send that away, and you get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's a nice multi layer trade. I was thinking that maybe if you don't pick, if as long as Drogic doesn't pick up his thing, this trade could possibly happen because Drogic takes up $18.1 million of cap space right now. Mm-hmm. So, as long, so it only works if you can pay all the players. If Drogic picks up his trade, this trade doesn't work. Yeah, that's true. Drogic doesn't pick up the trade. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure can, he will. If they could buy him out, maybe. No. <laughs> I mean, he has a bet, though, so they might not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pat you're Riley. right. Pat really take care of the bets. Yeah, because you can't trade. Them. So, you, so you you kind of stole another one of my trades. I had Colin Sexton and Caleb for Tyler Hero. Uh so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I agree with I agree with getting rid of Colin Sexton, adding Tyler Hero. I feel like. The he have so many two guards, it's kind of redundant, and we have so many point guards, it's kind of redundant. So we can help each other, and I feel like Caleb's a nice veteran guy that they would like. I think it's in the last year of his contract, so he's got that expiring contract bonus. So yeah, let me see how many trades I have intact so far. Do you want me to just? I can go again. I can I can switch that trade up because it's I have a I have a backup trade. Remember? Oh wow! Yeah. Well. Uh, my I have a part two to the Colin Sexton for Tyler Hero trade. I then have Colin Sexton and K Love getting set traded from the Heat for Russell Westbrook. Ah, okay. Yeah. Russ is in so, my trade as well. <laughs> oh my gosh. Where are you sending him to? <laughs> I was sending him to Miami with Jay Gilgis. Oh my god. But that only works if Drogic doesn't give the money up. If Drogic gives the money up. At least I think it's a team option. It works. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. We were thinking so similarly on this. Wow. Yeah. All right. Um but was like get better and get Shay and uh, Russ. I think I'm gonna throw out how many of you have thrown out? Three, I think. So you can rapid okay. fire three you go rapid fire and give me uh three then and then I guess we'll be done. Because I'll have to give you two after that. Well, we have some redundancy, so I might have to wing some while we're taking a break. Because you had the same trade as me basically three times. So kind of sort of um, similar. Yeah. I mean I also have a another one as well that's kind of different. You want me to use my backup one? I can do that. Because I didn't uh, expect it. I mean, like I try to share my list. 
I'm gonna go with the big one. Okay. I'm gonna go with the big two, and then uh, I'll I'll come up with three while we're on break. Okay. All right. So here it is. This is a nice little teaser because I got a pretty big one at the end of our next podcast, which you guys should check out part two of this, obviously. Um. So yeah, I'm going all in. The Warriors are not keeping their two picks in the lottery. Not a chance. Okay, something big's going to happen. I got them sending both of those picks. Jordan Poole, who you know I love. Wiseman and Wiggins to make the money work for Brandon Ingram. Uh, it's easy explaining why the Warriors should work. You get to have Steph, Clay, B.I., Draymond Green find some center from the street. I don't care. You guys bring Zaza back from the dead. I it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> that starting four is deadly. It's like ninety five percent of what it was like with Kevin Durant. Brandon Ingram is probably one of the most slept on stars in the NBA mm-hmm. because he's on a bad team. So this guy is a bucket. He might even be better than Clay next year because we don't know what Clay fully is. So if if Clay is a three, like Brandon Ingram would be a two on an NBA championship winning team. Mm-hmm. Like he is special. And uh I mean if you're you're the uh the Pelicans, I mean I know I love Brandon Ingram, but that's a hell of a package. Two first Jordan Poole, basically the number two pick last year in Wiggins. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really hard to pass on. And I'm like, okay. Now, if I'm the Pelicans, man, Zion Williamson's like, man, I want to win. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna trade Lonzo Ball, Andrew Wiggins, James Wiseman, and two first round draft picks that are in the lottery this year. The Warriors two first round draft picks. Could you ask, oh my gosh, who in the world could you be trading for? Yeah, who are you trading for? Gordon Hayward and LaMelo Ball. Mm. I am pairing LaMelo Ball with Zion Williamson. I mean, you just, you already, you still have one first round draft pick that's yours because you got two from Golden State. So you literally can draft. I mean, I would draft Davion Mitchell at eight um, to pair with LaMelo Ball. This is like a match made in heaven. You pair Javon Mitchell with either of the balls. This is uh, either of the balls. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Davon Mitchell yeah, is who I would draft it. But what I'm saying is LaMelo Ball is prime time. LaMelo Ball is a chance of being an MVP level player. I, I, I love B.I., but LaMelo Ball's ceiling is higher, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So, I mean, you, you trade Gordon Hayward because he's got that ridiculous $200 million contract. So that's going to help this work. Um, if, if you're the Hornets, you might be like, man, losing LaMelo, that's tough. But you're getting Lonzo, mm-hmm. who's probably a top 15, top 20 point guard in the league, who's going to be consistent. You know, you, you can count on him to help others. Andrew Wiggins is a borderline top 10. Wiseman has the potential to be a top three center in the league, and you're still retaining two first round draft picks. Like that's yeah, that's a that's a haul for one player, basically, because you're trading Gordon Hayward for the contract to make the money work. You're not trading yeah. him because you love, because they're like, oh, we really need Gordon Hayward on 
the Pelicans. No, it's it's for the money. Um, Two hundred million dollars. God damn. So yeah, man, I'm making a super team. I'm pairing two straight, basically the best players from their draft classes, and making a crazy good young core. Oh, I also forgot I was throwing in Jordan Poole in mm. the trade for the Hornets too. So yeah. Jordan Poole's going. So yeah, it's Lonzo. I'm literally giving them basically a starting lineup. Like Lonzo, Jordan Poole, Wiggins, Wiseman. Just find a power for it. <laughs> you have two first round draft picks, so you have two chances. Yeah. <laughs> in the lottery. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what I would do, bro. Um yeah. Pretty blockbuster move. So yeah. Uh, like what are you thinking? Trade. I like that trade. I like that trade a lot. It's mm-hmm. the only thing is like you're just like switching one ball out for the other ball. It'll I know, <laughs> right? It would be hilarious. Just like you know how much we see those guys on TV. I would love to hear what Lamelo Ball live reaction to getting traded for his brother with multiple things added to it. I I know he would shit talk. You have to. He's 19, bro. I'm sure you would talk it. You'd be like, bro, they sent me Gordon Hayward for like five first picks in the NBA draft for you, bro. <laughs> That's how much worse you are than me. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And if you think that was a blockbuster trade, just wait in the next podcast because I got some serious ones. All right, Christopher Muhammad, let's hear what you have before you hit your five. Oh, no, I got three. You keep going. Oh, I've done five. You've done five completely? Yeah. Oh, you counted mine. I yeah, I did. Uh wait, no. I did I did KP Demar. Oh, so I've only done three? Oh yeah. Yeah, because I went three times. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean I okay. went I went three times in total. So I did you... KP and Demar. Uh-huh. And then I, I did that trade, which was a two parter, so that's two. Uh KP and Demar, so that's Three and then I think I did something else, right? Did my multi lever okay? So, how many spots does my multi layer trades count for? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. All right, let's just count them, let's just count them for one, and I'm at three. We'll just we'll wing it. I'll be just say you're right, and we can move on. Okay, yeah. Right. So, you do you finish two yours, more? and then I do two more, yeah, because we should both be I, at five around this time because I just so did I three straight. Do, I need to do two more or one more, two more. Because you finish okay. off and then I do two at the end. All right. Well, yeah. I'm I'm not as a big of a believer in you that uh you think I think you could get cat on the clippers. But a man that I was like, man, how do I trade this guy away from this team? Because it makes no sense for them to have them. I was like, after thinking about it, the trade market for this guy isn't as high as his name. Mm-hmm. So I think they could steal him. I think the Clippers could send Luke Kennard and Terrence Mann for John Wall. I think that then you can have a distributing guard who can also attack the basket, and then you can bring Reggie Jackson off the bench in his true form as a six-man. So I feel like you could steal him for a quote-unquote lower value because you know it, there's a lot of good point guards in the league. Russell Westbrook's probably going to get will be probably in trade talks. Dame is going to be trade talks. Like he's lower on, let me, Kemba is probably going to be in trade talks too. So he's kind of lower on the level, but I feel like he fits really well to Clippers because of his passing ability. So I think because of that, I would trade for him. Um, 
Yeah, and I mean, Luke Kennard and Terrence Mann, you get a younger guy in the Rockets. They love younger. You know, they're being young. I'd much rather have uh, take a shot on Terrence Mann and Luke Kennard than hold on to John Wall, clogging up the space for Kevin Porter to develop. So, yeah, this is something I would do. Um, I have just one reaction. Uh huh. John Wall makes forty point one million. How are they making that work? They would have to send way more. Okay, so you could probably send. Well, Luke Kennard is getting paid a shit ton of money. Let me see what the Clippers. Oh, he's not getting that much. Because <laughs> I sent, I sent Kennard already. <laughs> are we in my universe or your universe? I'm gonna look at t- the Clippers team payroll. We're gonna figure this out live on location. All right. Luke Kennard's getting paid twelve million a year. So we're gonna send Luke Kennard. Uh really is this twelve Patrick million? Patrick Beverly. Mm-hmm. Patrick Beverly. Mm-hmm. Uh Rondo and Terrence Mann. And then we'll just go into the luxury cap after that. Damn. I must have the wrong numbers because on here it says five million he's getting. That's what I was like. It's on the lower side. I think what you're looking at is 2020 to 2021. Mine shows 2021 to 2022. Oh, they have already paid these people. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't even know. All righty. So, yeah, we're going to send Luca away. I mean, Luke Kennard away for Mr. Mr. John Wall. All right. I have another one, right? Yep. All right. So, I'm going to send. Basically, Kuzma, KCP, and a first for Buddy Hill. I mean, this is a match made in heaven. Uh, for starters, this, the Kings need to open up space for the De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton connection to blossom. So to do that, you've got to trade away Buddy Hield. And you can put KCP off the bench and you can have Kuzma at their desolate forward position, which great for him. And you're trading a first round draft pick. But in my opinion, I don't really think the Lakers have the flexibility or the quality of assets to get in a star. So I would go get somebody who can create off the dribble a little bit because a score, right? He has a higher scoring ability than any of the people I'm trading for. Right. And then in free agency, you know what I would do. I'm going to keep on talking about it. My player would be signed D Rose. Cause I think he's extremely underrated, undervalued and basically just pair those two. And yeah, I, I would go get buddy healed for the Lakers. Definitely got to pull a brick, a Brooklyn net and just dig money out your butt. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> there's no way. <laughs> The luxury tax, bro. We're gonna go on the luxury tax. But isn't the luxury like six mil? Well, I mean, here we go. <laughs> How much is Buddy Hill getting paid? Well, according to me, when I did the trade machine, because that's how I was like, oh, I'm seeing if it works. What doesn't work? Because I really uh-huh. okay. Yeah, I was trying to figure out like what works and what doesn't work. And I was like, Buddy Heal. The thing is that the Lakers have a lot of bad contracts. I mean, KCP is going to get paid 13 and Kuzma is going to get paid 13 next year. So that's $26 million. It, it could work. I think Buddy Heal is getting like 21. 
It's like getting like 21, 24 million. Let's see. But yeah, he's getting 22 next year. Yeah. Yeah. So that could work then. Yeah. I could see him working. He's a long range sniper. I mean, they, he's dependable. I mean, he's not going to run around and give you zero points. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's true. He's definitely much more offensively skilled than KCP. I would run. I would. I feel like it works very well for both teams. Uh, yeah. so. Throwing Dennis Schroeder yeah, as a that's gift. What, that's what I'm doing. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's a free agent. Yeah. No, no, no. He's a free agent. Okay, never mind. Let him go. Just don't even sign <laughs> back. Don't like no, close the door. Bro. Change the change Let the locks. Him go. <laughs> change Let the locks. Him go. <laughs> Change the locks on the facility, close the door, turn it back on him. (laughs) Exactly. You could not be more right in your life about that. (laughs) Let that man go. He does not know. No. All right. Do you have any more trades? Yeah, I got like two more. So I was going to throw in my backup trade. Okay. Because my other one did have Russ and Shea going to Miami. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I broke up Dame and CJ. Uh Uh-oh. So... But you need money, so of course you bring the Cavs along because the Cavs, once mm-hmm. they get rid of this Kevin Love trade, they can stack on players. Are you sending Dame to the Cavs? No, I was sending Dame to the Mavs. Oh, that's interesting. How did you do that? So, oh wait, no, it's a four-team trade. It's Cavs, Portland Spurs, and Mavs. It's a four-team wow. trade. Yeah, so... What I did was, so you gotta, <laughs> I know, right? So you like, you need money, so you bring along the Cavs. So you take, you send CJ to the Cavs, right? And Dame mm-hmm. to the Mavs. So Portland receives Kevin Love, Okoro, and Sexton. Damn. So you get rid of those contracts. The Spurs was, receive Porzingis. I did, I took one of your trades. I was like, oh, that's kind of, you know. And then Mavs receive Dave, Dame and DeRozan. And you get rid of like some of those like bad picks. I mean, one of the, some of like those bench players you got that you're paying, you're paying like a couple hundred thousand dollars to get rid of those people. Just send them. Just drop their contracts. What did Portland get back and return in total? Uh, Kevin Love, Okoro, and Sexton. That's it. That's it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Bro, they got robbed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm robbing teams out here to separate. <laughs> Making the teams I want to be better, better. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. Do you have anything else trade wise? Do you have one more? No. Uh, no I don't. Uh, That's it. Okay, go ahead. Okay. All right. Well, this is where we're gonna end part one of this podcast, and then we're gonna come back with part two. Here with our craziest, crazy trade. I mean, crazy trade ideas we got. All right. So this is the end. Thank you for listening. We're the Basketball Addicts. Peace.